Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the HGO Podcast, the show where we talk about everything that's hot in the world of gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Ethan, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host with the co-most. It's Hunter. Hey, Hunter. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing just swell. Things yeah. actually seem to build up over the week for us to talk about, so... I mean, I wouldn't go that you. close. We're still pushing it thin. We're still doing these <laughs> fake news bulletins as a podcast because there's no games coming out but yeah i'm sure we have plenty of news to talk about this week uh and to talk about it with us we have the weeb wonder himself it's kyle hey kyle you doing all right yeah i like that your intro you almost broke character even though nobody did anything yeah no the reason that i was the reason i broke character was because i was sitting there going talk about what's hot in the world of gaming and it's got to the point now where when we started this show we had so much to talk about, such a big year for games, and now we really are st- stretching the term hot. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. this it's week... like, yeah. the embers. <laughs> We're just, fire. like, lukewarm gamers only at this point. Yeah, basically, it's like, what, what have we gone from? We've gone from a year where we started with Animal Crossing and had remake, Persona 5 Royal, Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us Part 2, Spider-Man Miles, we had all of that, that we're sitting here this year, and we're like, I don't know, we got remake again this year in, like, a couple of months. <laughs> Returnal, which we have, uh, Hunter will be playing uh, when it comes out, so we will have something to talk about next week. But uh, if you didn't know, this is the HDO podcast, where each and every week we come together to talk about everything that we love in the world of gaming. You can find us on podcast services everywhere, iTunes, uh google play spotify you name it we're on it so if you don't want to look at our ugly mugs each week you can go on over to the podcast services leave us a great review and listen for the audio version if not you can head on over to the youtube at bit.ly slash hgoyt where you can find the video version and look at our ugly mugs every monday at 5 p.m uk time 12 p.m eastern so yeah you've got two options and while you're there why don't you leave a subscription and a like we really would appreciate it um other than that, we don't really have much housekeeping to go through. Like I said, it's like a desert right now in terms of video games. We've got nothing to look forward to. We've got Hunter playing Returnal, but like me and Kyle, we're just sitting here just <laughs> waiting for something to come out. Resident so. Evil after hey, that. Dude. Oh, you're having a field day. Meanwhile, I'm just we're sitting going there. through our backlogs. <laughs> going backlogs. through our backlogs is what yeah, I say. I'm out of backlogs. Finish games have backlogs. Oh, I'm I, out I of have... backlogs. I have a backlog too. It's just more of these things that I missed rather than didn't finish yet. You see, um, to me, it's like I'm actually running out of backlog games. I have Yakuza Zero, and I have like that's about it. Like I have like play- PlayStation Plus games like Control and stuff like that. I didn't play a while back, but my yeah, backlog's empty now. I'm basically screwed. So yeah, it's real fun. Um, I guess you so- can get to Octopath. <laughs> Turning oh, on a yeah, Nintendo Switch, am I right? Turning that fucker on now. It just it on the it Epic just, Game Store. It just sits there. Yeah, like a, it, just, it just sits there as an ornament nowadays because there is genuinely nothing on Nintendo Switch that I feel like playing. It's a shame. Dude, I need to go back and play an Xbox One, and you can get it there. I don't have one. You can get one. I don't have Phil. Hook us up. You know, we've been saying nice things about you, Phil. Please. Um, I guess the one thing to say is, I think that yeah, I think this is this is gonna be the last podcast episode with fucking long hair. I think Hunter will finally have the crown for the long hair member of the HGO podcast because this well, is going I mean, away. I my think, hair has always week. been the longest. Yeah. Okay. Show off. So, okay. It's true. He never lost the crown. <laughs> he never lost the crown. But no, I think this is going away. So you can either expect me to be like bald next week or wearing a hat. Probably. We'll see what bald. happens. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> bald. 
Yeah, so get ready for Rise of the Six Head coming soon, guys. It's going to be real fun. But no, um, with all that out of the way, uh, this week uh, on HGO, we've got so many topics to talk about, including PlayStation, 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 <laughs> Jeff Kaplan leaving Overwatch and Ace Attorney. So if you're into that kind of stuff, stick around. Timestamps down below in the podcast version and on the video version so you can skip through all the PlayStation stuff if you want to listen to that or you can just listen skip to the PlayStation the stuff. stuff. If you're a maniac, let's find out. Roll the dice. What do you want to or do? skip everything and go right to the end. Choose your own podcast. Yeah, if you want to hear the shitty jokes at the end, there's a timestamp for that too. <laughs> Um, <laughs> want to hear us not end an episode yeah yeah um with that out of the way i thought we'd start we're gonna basically we're gonna skip between playstation news because there was a lot of playstation news playstation backpedaling playstation announcing stuff we got so much playstation news so we're gonna do a bit of playstation then something else then playstation basically palette cleanses so uh we'll see <laughs> so i'm gonna start off with the obvious one that i'm sure people are wanting us to mention playstation has reversed the decision to end the playstation 3 and vita stores this is coming from jeff grubb at venture beat uh, i'm nicking this one from and as you can see my webcam has now gone i am now casper the friendly ghost as the white page now engulfs me <laughs> Anyway, uh, Sony Interactive announced that they will not close the digital stores of PlayStation 3 or PlayStation Vita. This is a reversal of the plans that they used to have, but the PlayStation Portable digital store will still be dying on July 2nd. 07 for the PSP. I don't think anyone was using that anyway, so I don't think people are going to complain that much. Um, Jim Ryan was the person that announced this, funny enough. Uh, He wrote something along these lines. It's clear that we made the wrong decision here, so today I'm happy to say that we'll be keeping the PlayStation Store operational for PS3 and PS Vita devices. When we initially came to the decision to end purchasing support for PS3 and PS Vita, it was born out of a number of factors, including commerce support challenges for older devices, and the ability for us to focus more of our resources on newer devices where a majority of our gamers are playing on. We see now that many of you are incredibly passionate about being able to continue purchasing classic games on the ps3 and ps vita for the foreseeable future so i'm glad we were able to find a solution to continue operations uh obviously so sony and ryan have faced criticisms from a vocal group of people who believe that playstation typically does not do right by its older games shock and horror uh but yeah they basically they don't uh which is a reminiscent move of microsoft's reversal of the price increase for xbox live gold which happened last year if anyone remembers that um so yeah there we go playstation has reversed the decision at the beginning of this year in like my it might have been this year actually i think it might have been it's it's been a long year man the fact that we're only like a third of the way through i'm just sitting here like oh it's a dragon but you know we'll live but yeah playstation has decided to keep the playstation 3 and vita stores open for now who knows how long is my question uh have they learned their lesson it's one of those questions i guess i'll throw it to you do you think they're just doing this to appease people for now and they'll pull the same stunt in three or four years or do you think that they realize that people care about backwards compatibility and maybe going to work on something to try and preserve these before they shut it off i'll throw it to you guys what do you think i feel like they're working on some way to bring these things forward before Mm. they turn it off or at least that would be the most logical thing because otherwise, they're just going to announce that they're going to do this again, and people are going to be mad all over again. You know? mm-hmm. and... That's how I feel. I don't feel like you can do this, and then in two years, pull the same shit, because you're going to get the same outcry again, and then they're going to go, Haha, seems like we were wrong again. And Uno reverse card again through this situation. I don't <laughs> feel like they... Trick more people into panic buying a bunch of PS3 games digitally. <laughs> yeah. Every time, though. It does harken a question, though, of, like, are we 
gonna look at a playstation that is more backwards compatible because microsoft has had this problem figured out they fixed this they took their time off during the xbox one when people didn't really care about xbox to fix this problem so that now with the swoop that is the series x they can now don't have to worry about that and they can just sit there and laugh as they watch uh, all the playstation people crying because their ps3 games are going away um i'll throw it to you kyle what do you think do you think this is just a temporary solution or do you think they are working on something more long term I would like to hope that they're doing something more long-term, but I am leaning more towards the negative side of it just being a temporary appeasement of to the people. You see, I I agree, because it's, it, it's Jim Ryan, right? The fact yeah. that the fact that Jim Ryan didn't write... F- first of all, I just want to say, Jim Ryan did not write the blog post. They put it under Jim <laughs> Ryan's name for a reason, because people keep calling him out for his bullshit. There's a reason yeah. that they did that. Um... <laughs> But the fact that it was Jim Ryan that came out and said, we made a mistake, I feel like it's very evident that they realize that they're making so many fuck-ups right now that they need to start doing something about it. I think that's why there's been a lot of PlayStation news this week. It's just because they've realized how much of a shitstorm they have caused as of recent. And Microsoft is doing the exact opposite and they need to try and do some backpedaling. Um, exactly. I don't know... We've heard rumors that they're working on a cloud gaming solution. We've heard rumors that they are working on something that is a more of a Game Pass kind of killer, not PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now is shit. There was some news this week about PlayStation Now being 1080p. Whoop-de-fucking-do, who cares? PlayStation Now is the worst thing I've ever used in my life. Um, I will give it credit, though. At first, I thought it was laggier than it was. I play- tried playing Ratchet Nexus on PS Now, like, years ago. And I was like, this is... Like, the-, the delay on the button controls was so terrible. I was like, this is awful. Turns out that game's just really badly made in general, Ratchet Nexus. It runs like ass, and the controls are terrible anyway. So I was like, oh, <laughs> maybe I gave it too much slack. But PlayStation Now is just not intuitive. It's not like Game Pass. The selection's limited. The PS3 streaming just doesn't work. And... I don't know. It's one of those things where, especially for PS3, it's such a stupid console in the fact that they went so out of left field and made this fucking rocket ship NASA level fucking <laughs> device for a games console and decided, hey, you'll get your work it out. And the the games industry just collectively said, no, we nah, won't. <laughs> don't wanna. Yeah. I don't want that. That it's just kind of made PS3 completely bullshit in terms of preservation mm. and it's such a shame because there's so many good games on there you've got Sly, you've got Sly 4 you've got base the ratchet and clank future trilogy which is a great fucking trilogy you've got so many ps3 classics that are just left there to kind of rot and it's only a matter of time it's a ticking time bomb yeah. that i i really hope that they do something but at the same time it just has me sitting here going man i wish i miss sean Layden so much <laughs> <Me too. laughs> because Jim Ryan, man, he's he's a wacky character a that I really don't right? understand. He I genuinely don't understand him, and I don't know. I feel like they're making these rash decisions and they're just pulling out because they're, they're like testing the waters and then going, "Oh no, people don't like that. Let's not do that." Instead of actually thinking about what do people want, um, the whole excuse that he gave of like. Uh, <laughs> We just want we 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 don't think we need to support these because it it's too taxing. While it's a fucking storefront that they've already made, that they're just yeah. keeping up. How much does mm-hmm. the PlayStation Store truly cost to keep up? Let's be real. Yeah, like not to mention like you don't need as many servers or whatever now that you would have back when the PS3 was the current console. Mm-hmm. I would imagine you know no. it's not getting as much traffic. 
You just need it there to support the couple of poor sods who are going to buy a PS3 game every once in a while. <laughs> you know, and I, I, I just at this point, I look. They're probably based. They're probably even using the same servers that they used to host the PS4 stores for PS3. They're probably using similar, if not the same. So it's just like, you basically have free money there, because what are you going to do? Put that infrastructure, put the shitty PS3 infrastructure servers that you've run and put them to, to use on PS5? That's not going to fucking work. It's not like it's not like it's going to do anything. So it's, to me, it just kind of, it was so fucking terribly handled that hopefully they've learned from it. Chances are they won't, and we'll be sitting here in two months and they'll do something else that's fucking ridiculous. But hey, there you go. <laughs> Uh, at least for now, PS3 and PS Vita stores are safe for now. Um, let's move on to some good news. Hunter will really like this. Uh, moving on to non-Nintendo news. Uh, the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles is coming to Switch, PS4, and PC on July 22nd. Unlucky Phil, looks like you haven't made Japanese developers <laughs> like you that much, because there's still no <laughs> Xbox on this. Um, but uh, I think the important part of this is these are unlocalized games. These aren't just yeah, they are. These aren't just <clears throat> a new port of Ace Attorney games. These are new Ace Attorney games for the Western audience. So I'm pulling this from Gamespot by Kevin. Oh, Kevin, your last name, buddy. Kevin <laughs> Nezovic or Nezovic. I'm gonna assume that the K at the front is silent. I'm sorry if I butchered your name, Kevin. But this is coming from Kevin at Gamespot. Uh, Capcom is releasing its previously unlocalized Grace Ace Attorney games in the West in one package titled The Grace a- The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. I did so well reading that first article that now my dyslexia is just kicking in on this one. It's just like, <laughs> here we go. The compilation launches on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Steam on July 22nd. Includes two games, The Great Ace Attorney Adventures and its follow-up, The Great Ace Attorney 2 Resolve. Um, interesting little thing that I didn't know, Kyle, is these are set in the 19th century. Uh, they're basically prequels to the Phoenix Wright Attorney series and star Wright's ancestor, Ryonosuke Naruhodo, is um, how I'm going to go with that. Uh, as in other Ace Attorney games, you'll need to gather information by investigating the original novel. You basically investigate crime scenes, speaking with people of interest, and using that knowledge and evidence you've cl- collected from your clients in the courtroom to determine uh, the true course of events. The fun, pa- the fun thing about this game that's my favourite part, Kyle, there's a character called Herlock Sholmes. What a fucking... <laughs> game yep. <laughs> what a video yeah. game it's amazing herlock yeah the Sholmes, whole aesthetic baby. is very sherlock holmesy and yeah because it's been something that's been out of my reach as far as it's not localized or anything i'm very excited to play these because i like the ace attorney games a lot mm-hmm. and if you're new to ace attorney there's also uh they didn't they also announced that they're doing a complete package which includes the great ace attorney Con- chronicles and the phoenix Wright ace attorney trilogy together in one package as well Ooh, wow I don't called Ace Attorney Turnabout Collection. Oh, um, all right. But yeah, but it allows players to experience both Phoenix Wright and his ancestors' adventures in a single set. Oh, thank you, Capcom. Um, thank you. But no. Would that Sly Cooper would do that? <laughs> um, but man, Ace Attorney is a game series that I've always wanted to get into. So the fact that these are coming out is great. Where's the, the collection fact that of the you other enjoy ones? Enjoy Rampa, and I believe that Ace Attorney is the better series, but very similar. <laughs> yeah. I think you would like it quite a bit. 
well, you know, enjoy Danganronpa is it's. I have an interesting relationship Generous. with Danganronpa. We've talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, it's. Yeah. it's I do. I like the Danganronpa like games, but not for the reasons that, than you do negative. Yeah, but I don't like it. I don't fully like it for the reasons that the actual fan base likes them. The fan base thinks that they are these brilliant little murder mysteries, where I think they are very funny anime kind of <laughs> wacky games with terrible fucking dialogue. That's very funny. Uh, and basically uh, exposition central, but I do enjoy them. And Ace Attorney has always looked up my alley, so I am I'm looking forward to playing them. I'll probably play the original Ace Attorneys before I dive into to Herlock Sholmes and all these nineteenth century <laughs> schmucks over here, oh, dude. Man. Uh, <laughs> the legendary detective Herlock Sholmes. I just love how Sherlock Holmes is in like. He's copyright free. He's in the public domain, but they yeah, still went out of their way that. to say Herlock Sholmes. They they went out of their way. That's actually that's actually pretty on brand for the series. I think. Yeah. Also, yeah. Also, uh, if your name's uh, Sam and you don't like playing video games, this collection also in uh, features a new auto advancing mode, which selects the evidence and choices for you, and you can just watch it as like a movie if you care oh to my do that. God, that's that's amazing. So if you genuinely want to watch it as an anime instead of playing a video game, you can also do that. Um, there's new features. There's a dual English-Japanese audio, so it's getting its full dub. It's not just getting a translation like a Persona did with the... What's the 3DS game called? I don't remember. Q. Q, that's it. Persona Q2. So it's it's a full-on package, and fair play, because... Ace Attorney's a good series. I've heard nothing but good things. I'm just still yeah. praying that they also release 4, 5, and 6 in a collection I at some point as well. I want that I haven't played those yet either because <laughs> I couldn't emulate them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a valid reason, but I am, yeah, that's good news. I don't have a I am... 3DS. I'm eventually going to crack one day if it takes too long and just buy like a 2DS and buy those games. Do you not have a 3DS at all? No. I Interesting. Otherwise I would have played them already. I borrowed a 3DS one time to play A Link Between Worlds. Nice. Um, you can have mine. I genuinely have hardly touched... My 3DSs, I've hardly touched, to be honest. Like, I played Animal Crossing on it for, like, a straight year, and I played X and Y and Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire quite a bit, but everything else, I'm, like, in and out. I hardly use my 3DS after, like, 2015, I think. Oh, man. Nothing against the 3DS. I have great games. I have loaded games. I have all the Zelda games except for Majora's Mask, which I want to play Bastard. the most because that's that game's that game's really expensive, man. It's really expensive. Whereas it Ocarina was like came in the selects. Yeah, but I wasn't into Zelda at that point, so can't blame me for that. Anyway, moving on. You've had your fun. That's enough fun. Back to PlayStation news. <laughs> <laughs> well, slight PlayStation news, I guess. Uh, we're going to talk about Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, this is coming from Jeff Grubb again at GamesBeat. Uh, I just thought this was an interesting topic to talk about. Spider-Man Miles Morales sales performance is great for PS5 owners. Um, when Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales launched, it did not immediately match the record-breaking sales pace of its predecessor, Marvel Spider-Man for PlayStation 4, which sold 3.3 million copies in its first three days, which is fucking crazy. Um, by comparison, Sony revealed that Miles Morales sold 4.1 million copies in a little over a month. Oh, that's pathetic absolutely garbage <laughs> uh, it was still a massive hit blah 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 basically um 
Marvel's the reason the web single adventure continues to sell in the top five in the US each month and its sales performance is so impressive that it could have an effect on Sony's PlayStation 5 software strategy. Uh, it has incredibly long legs. The conventional wisdom is that anyone who really wanted the game would have bought it in the first month like we did. Um, however, it seems that more people are deciding to not buy the PS4 version and wait until they can get their hands on a PS5 and play the PS5 version instead, which is causing the game to keep spiking in the top 10 charts that whenever there's PS5 stock, it rises to the top of the charts instantly. Um, it's now, Miles Morales is now the fifth best-selling game over the last 12 months in the US. It puts it ahead of The Last of Us Part 2 and Ghost of Tsushima for lifetime sales in the US. So it has already nice. surpassed both of them. you love um, to see it. Uh, and then Jeff Krobe goes on to editorialize about um, should Sony feel good about playing PS5 only games, so uh, releasing PS5 only games. Sorry. So I'll throw that question to you guys. Uh, I'm not surprised about this. A lot of people seem to be surprised that no one picked up the PS4 version, uh, or the people that no one's continued to pick up the PS4 version at this point. But I'm going to throw it to you. Do you think that it was a smart idea to release Miles Morales on PS4 as well as PS5 to start off with? And two. Do you think that it's, do you think that it's the, what do you think's the reason that people are waiting to play it? Is it just because it is the first next gen game for PS5? Is that the reason people waiting? Is it because it's Spider-Man? What do you think is the reason that this game has such long legs? I mean, it could be any number of reasons. I think probably the biggest one is that a lot of reviewers have said the game is really short by comparison to the original mm-hmm. Spider-Man. So I don't know, people may not feel like inclined to want to buy it on ps4 immediately since it's such a short time investment yeah Mm -hmm. that's an interesting way to look at it i mean Uh, i had to buy it on ps4 immediately because ethan made me i did not make you i suggested that you buy it and you enjoyed it i mean it it was good i enjoyed it it was the best game i picked up for this stupid podcast (laughs) how dare you Oh, dare you. We made you pick up Xenoblade DE for the podcast as well. I was getting that anyways. You didn't make me get that. I didn't you make you get You made me get anything. Ghost of Tsushima. I, uh, and I wanted to off you for that. No. Oh, man. The wounds I that did. will never heal. The wound, Ghost of Tsushima, the thing that tears this podcast apart, even a fucking <laughs> nine months after release, it continues oh, to divide oh. us on this podcast. There, we'll call it even for Mario Tennis. How's that sound? No. <laughs> so anyway, you played I think more. That you played more part of Mario. Why Mario I played more Mario Tennis. Anyway, Ma- Miles Morales <laughs> might be, you know, going up in sales when the PS5 gets. It's one of the games that they throw in the bundle. True. As I figured out Actually, when I got yeah. it. Yeah. True. <laughs> So. I don't think it, I don't think it's just people being forced with it though. I do feel like people no, are I having feel like the choice. People are going out of their way to get it. I have too. yeah, just... like my friend Tom is a huge Spider-Man fan. Well, to be what fact, he's a massive superhero video game fan. He loves the Arkham games and he's a huge fan of the original Spider-Man. And he didn't play Miles Morales. He's waiting until he eventually picks up a PS5 to play Miles Morales because people, as stupid as it sounds, people. I mean, I know for a fact, because I'm one of them at times, is a lot of people don't like playing the inferior version. Even if that version is great, a lot of people have this gut feeling of going, if I'm going to play a game, I want to play it in the best possible way, which means I'm going to wait for PS5. So I feel like a lot of people have been doing that. Like I say, I think the reason it continues to have such long legs is because the people that are now picking it up months later are the people that waited for the PS5 version or are the people that waited until they had a PS5 or are the people that are like, hey, I wanted to pick that up. 
November was a busy time. I didn't have a chance to play it. I'll play it now and I'll play it on PS5 because I feel like most of the people that wanted it and wanted that wanted to play it that badly chose the PS4 version because they weren't getting a PS5 and all those sales kind of came through early. I feel like now people are waiting because they want to play the better version um, or they want to play a next have a next gen game on their console because there isn't that much there's slim pickings you'll have returnal by the end of this week which is more of a niche game from house mark then you have ratchet and clank which will be great but it's also smaller than say horizon which we might get this year but <laughs> to hold people over they're waiting because there's so little games on this fucking console um they're waiting for the next big game they're basically they've held off on it. spidey I think the fact that it keeps spiking, though, probably helps them in the conversation because it keeps getting brought up. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And like I say, Spider-Man has been doing fucking amazingly in terms of sales. I mean, Insomniac continues to be, and we I've said this on the podcast, they are Sony's golden goose at the moment. They are, they can do no wrong. They keep releasing great games, no matter how you think about them. Like, for example, I was replaying a bit of Ratchet & Clank 2060 in the new uh, 60 fps patch came out um the other week so i decided to play it and yeah i'm playing it again it was just a game that looked really nice but the the substance isn't there the substance isn't as there as much as it is in other games because you can tell that it was had a very short development cycle but it's still a very solid game and spider-man fucking amazing miles morales not not to mention 2016 when it came out 3D platformers were nowhere to be seen. They were dead. Yeah, yeah it was refreshing. Yeah, that's why that's why I liked it so much when I played mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank 2016. Was I'm like, oh my god, it's been so long since I've played a new one of these kind of games. Yeah, you know. And Rift Apart will be the first on this generation, which is crazy. Obviously, you have the Crash PS5 port, which is basically just a very upscaled thing. This is the first. As funny as it is, Demon Souls was a remake but it was like the first next... This is like the f- first truly new next-gen game that I con- couldn't see not working on. Like, I Ratchet couldn't work on a PS4. Returnal <laughs> is a very pretty game. It looks fucking excellent. But at the same time, I feel like that game could... If they yeah, really if wanted to, it, it could work on bit, PS4. It could work. It's... Yeah. The way it is. Whereas Ratchet, you'd have a lot of fucking load screens. Um, and I don't think that's the kind Just of thing out that of they're nowhere going too is the way that it seems. To, you couldn't do the yeah. world transitioning the way that they want to on a PS4. But no, so um, Insomniac just keeps on giving, man. And you know, say what you want. It's ironic. We've been saying this for a while, but Naughty Dog's kind of out of commission. We were talking about with Last of Us uh, remake. If that's what they're working on while they're waiting for this new big IP, Naughty Dog is out of commission for a long time now. They've just released Last of Us Part Two which took them so long to make. Um, so it's up to Insomniac. It's up to, in a weird way, it's up to Sucker Punch. It's up to Gorilla. It's up to everyone else to pick up the slack. You know, and they have been. I feel like in the yeah. PS4 generation, everyone just used to go, yeah, but Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog is Sony's big studio. And it just feels like everyone really else now... I agreed with that either. <laughs> like, I like Horizon and Spider-Man more than... True, but that or... I'm talking about when we're talking at the start of the generation. If we're talking about going into PS4, Naughty Dog was their big generation. I feel oh, like the PS4 I generation to Sony was every other studio kicking their asses into gear and going uh, going to equal or overtake Naughty Dog. I'm more excited for God of War or Horizon Forbidden West than I will be for Naughty Dog's next game. Obviously, we don't know what Naughty Dog's next game is, and I hope they do something new. I hope it's not a fucking third-person shooter, if it is. 
I'm going to be <laughs> a bit <laughs> mad at Neil Druckmann because I'm like, you're doing this again? But um, it's going to be interesting um, to see how Insomniac continues to do because Spider-Man 2 has got to be a while away. Unless they've just been working on it for... They worked on it through Miles. That game's got to be a while away. Wasn't Miles like a smaller team? Working it was. On it was a small project. studio, but... But then Ratchet. I don't think it's as far away as... I've heard some people say that Spider-Man 2 won't be until 2020... Late 2023, 2024. I don't think it's that far away. But yeah. I'd say late 2022 to 2023 is probably my guess. Yeah. If that main team has had like... Then that main team will have had like four years to work on it. So yeah. Anyway, back out of PlayStation to more some, some more depressing news. Uh, I probably have the most to talk about this one. But... Um, It'll be interesting to see what you guys are uh, feel about this, not being into Overwatch. But uh, Overwatch director Jeff Kaplan has left Blizzard after 19 whole years. I'm getting this from Gamesbeat as well. Not Jeff Grubb, though. So this is from Mike Minimty. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Overwatch Jeff Kaplan has announced today that he's leaving Blizzard Entertainment after 19 years. Uh, Aaron Callow will become the new director for Overwatch 2. What is interesting to me is this is all Jeff Kaplan said when he left this is his statement that he left it was truly the honor of a lifetime to have the opportunity to create worlds and heroes for such a passionate audience i want to express my deep appreciation to everyone at blizzard who supported our games our game teams and our players but i want to say a special thanks to the wonderful game developers that shared in the journey of creation with me that's fucking it that is all he said he's not given anything else um it's also interestingly enough like the sixth or seventh big blizzard uh, executive slash original um, creator at Blizzard to leave. He's the last one, essentially. So oh, in the no. past 12 months, for those of you who are unaware, Blizzard has had a massive shift in developers because um, Activision tr- is a dick when it comes to Blizzard and have been kind of pushing them to make more games, make less lesser quality games, and everyone's fucking left. Um, Jeff was the last one, basically, and he is now gone in the middle of Overwatch 2. Um, so I guess I'll I'll throw it to you guys. You guys don't know much about Overwatch, but I assume even you guys know who Jeff Kaplan was. Like yeah, you've probably dude. seen his yeah. face. You've probably he's heard him say something. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's my yeah. flag in Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah, exactly. But it's not a good look. Let's be clear. No. It's not a good look for Overwatch Two. No, that game got delayed out of this year to next year for one, and now Jeff's left. It's not. <laughs> the greatest news of all time um i'm just like to me this one hurt like most of the time i'm like (laughs) most of the time i'm not really that but jeff to me i'll I'll throw this to you jeff wasn't just the head of overwatch he was the face of overwatch Mm -hmm. what is overwatch without jeff which is an interesting question now but what is every dev update every post on the forums everything came through jeff kaplan and it's whether like how, it's like what Sakurai does with Smash Bros, it's a, it is exactly yeah. this is the same kind of thing. This is like this is like Sakurai leaving mid development on the next Smash Bros and going, oh here's here's so fucking Doug employee Bowser. number sixty two who was now going to take over me. Wave to him, and it's just to me this is crazy. I I've not had the highest hopes for Overwatch two for a while because they've been kind of quiet, <laughs> but this is and bad. now this is bad um but no um jeff was great honestly like Mm -hmm. 
what i never understood why people liked blizzard until i got into overwatch and i realized that the developers create this community where they're constantly talking they're constantly engaging they're always on the forums at blizzcon it does feel like a family event like they're all there to celebrate their stuff and they show off these cool cinematics that look like they're fucking pixar films and they don't do it they don't do those for money they don't get paid to make those they just do those for the fans because they want to see their excitement for it um and slowly but surely over the past couple of years blizzard has basically become more and more corporate it's become more activision it has become title lips it's become do you guys not have phones diablo mobile <laughs> fucking can stopping development on starcraft the horrible warcraft 3 remake um all of this terrible stuff that's come from activision and then Overwatch to me was Blizzard, the only original Blizzard game that was still being made because WoW's been changed so much over the years now. All the other games have kind of died. Overwatch was the only one that felt truly like a Blizzard game. And now, not only has Jeff left, um, other notable members of the Overwatch team have left. Uh, the head, the lead writer for Overwatch, who did all the Overwatch cinematics and was creating the the universe of Overwatch, he left in January. Uh, oh, now Jeff's geez. left. A load of people are leaving this project. Um, and I don't think it's because of the quality of the game. I just think it's because people don't want to work at Blizzard anymore. <laughs> um, and it's just... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's 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 crazy. And it's one of those things where I'm sad. Uh, I wish Jeff the best. And I hope Jeff is goes somewhere else and does something amazing with another group of people. Um, but man blizzard is ever since that fucking hong kong thing dude yeah the blitz ever since that ever since that hong kong thing it's not been a good look the main president of blizzard left and now all these heads have left and activision's kind of swooped in vicarious visions got took away to just become a corporate blob into Every time that a Blizzard game comes out and it's disappointing, I'm going to be like, Vicarious Visions died for this, even though <laughs> yeah, exactly. them working on all of them isn't really probable, but you know. Just a shame, man. Yeah, um, it's a bummer. And I'm kind of now very... I'm, I'm very scared for Overwatch 2 and skeptical because they showed, some, they showed it at BlizzCon Online and it looked fucking great. And it looked like they'd made some real progress. And it still looks... And I still hope that it's fantastic. I still hope that that game comes out and it's amazing. And it revitalizes Overwatch and everything about it. But everyone fucking leaving is not a good <laughs> sign, yeah, is not it? A great, Let's be real. It's not a great sign. And even if they left and the game's doing well, Jeff obviously did not leave on good terms. That's the one thing I mentioned on Twitter, was just giving a paragraph and basically saying thank you to the guys that worked on it with me and the players and no one else does not mention any of the higher ups this guy was the vice president <laughs> yeah. this guy was one of the vice pre i think he was either vice president or one of the heads of blizzard he was like one of the leads of blizzard and he leaves and he doesn't thank any of those people or activision or blizzard itself just thanks to the devs thanks to the players i'm out fuck you <laughs> peace i'm done peace so screw you guys i'm going home yeah <laughs> but no it'll be interesting to see what uh happens with overwatch i guess maybe um, playstation will recruit him for their multiplayer game <laughs> god let's talk about that that's a great segue because that is actually up next on our list well done hunter couldn't do it without you um that's why you're the co-host 
Hey, you're a, you're a co-host too, Kyle. Don't let yourself down. Um, not my title, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, but you're the, you're Fucking... a weeb one. Dude. Yours is way more funny than mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's just a pun, right? Anyway, it's not even, even a good I want pun. A new I just... <laughs> no. <laughs> I Maybe... want to rebrand. <laughs> I have this is a funny little tangent real quick is I have thought about just getting rid of the nicknames at some point we probably will at some point just get rid of them and just be like yo guys how's it going because I've had enough of that we'll see <laughs> bring it up at the next meeting anyway moving I could on. go either way truthfully yeah I'm. that's the thing is it's one of those things where we've done it for that long but at the same time I could go without it I could happily stop anyway that's a discussion if for we were time. smart we would have stopped that at the start of the second season yeah but oh well we'll stop it in episode 59 or 60 or whatever <laughs> moving on playstation firewalk studios announced publishing partnership for a new original multiplayer ip destruction all stars 2 here we go firewalk's triple a team it sets its sights on creating memorable multiplayer moments this is on the playstation blog blah 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 all you need to know about this is next generation triple a studio uh They've assembled an amazing and best in talent class. Basically, as far as I'm aware, correct me if I'm wrong, Hunter, it is a bunch of veterans from mainly Bungie who have now come together to create yeah, I believe this it was new studio. former Destiny developers. So by yeah. extension, that would be back to Bungie. So, or it could be Vicarious Visions people <clears throat> before they got absorbed. <laughs> Maybe. It's possible. Maybe. Yeah. But um, I don't know. He's it's actually my, right. a multiplayer skateboarding game. God, oh, could you hell imagine? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I do think it is interesting <clears throat> for PlayStation to go in on a multiplayer game. Uh, I like. I actually kind of like this, even though I won't really care about playing it because mm-hmm. at least it's not a cinematic third-person action game. <laughs> <laughs> variety yeah in- so I, I i appreciate the variety even if it's not something i'm more than i more than likely won't be super interested in it i appreciate that they're doing different things yeah who's our team during the challenge it was our daily online play tests that provided most consistent points of joy so they're somewhat they're somewhat in i think this is early because i think they would have announced the name of the game if they were actually <laughs> fully in development um yeah but it is interesting because Sony doesn't really. Sony hasn't done multiplayer games for a while. They've done small ones. Yes, I know Destruction All Stars is a fucking thing, but who's talking about Destruction All Stars now? Let's be real. I've ha- people don't care about Destruction All Stars. I couldn't care to finish the fucking review. I wrote half of it and went mm, me bored now. Even I'm sick of <laughs> Destruction All Stars, and I'm sitting here trying to review the fucking thing. Um, Sony rarely does multiplayer anymore, which is interesting. Yeah. Like, the only other thing that people have been sort of anticipating was the Last of Us Factions thing. Yeah. Naughty Dog does its multiplayer. Uh, to be fair, there was other stuff. They do, like, co-op experiences. You had Ghost of Tsushima Legends. You... Yeah. They, they, they have some stuff. did pretty well when they announced that. People really liked it. It was one of those things where I was like, oh, I might check that out with a couple of friends uh, at some point. I was like, I'll wait for the PS... I'll play, I'll play it on PS5. And then PS5 came out, and then I never went back to go to Tsushima. I was like, ha, ha, ha. I'm not going back to hunting foxes. You can't make me. Um, but no, it's an interesting little thing. I just wanted to mention it because we're talking about all the PlayStation news. Don't really have much to talk about because there's not much to say. But Sony's investing in new IP. I think Jim Ryan went on fact to say this this week. 
that to try and appease people's hatred again that they aren't just working on sequels they did he has specific he's gone out of his way to say we're working on new ip as well because i think that's been my greatest they did partner with that other studio too uh Um, jade raymond i want to say her name was oh yeah they did do that a little bit ago didn't they so there is another studio that they have a partnership with and i don't know what they'll be making but you know who knows you know credentials she was worked Mm -hmm. on assassin's creed 2 and whatnot she was a producer in mgs4 yeah she was a producer for mgs4 i want to say that was her role etc so Mm. i believe that that will be interesting to see if nothing else it is interesting though because that's my biggest worry about the ps5 generation is is this just going to be a generation of sequels is all we're going to see god of war 2 horizon 2 ghost of tsushima 2 last of us 3 or another fucking uncharted and you know days gone got fucking days gone was they wanted to do a days gone 2 and they're like no you do a new ip you fuckers uh, we'll get into that in a minute, I guess. Bring back Siphon Filter. Bring back Siphon Filter. Bring, bring back Bubsy 3D, dude. Let's no. go, Ben. Let's go, Ben. Let's do it. Oh, no, there's um, some other studio making those wooly games that no one's playing. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, but no, I am interested to see in PlayStation 2 more than fucking third-person action games. We'll see. Dude, hear me out. PlayStation All-Stars Battle 2. If they actually copy Smash Bros. all the way, I'd be down. Think about how many great characters we'd get. Yeah, now we'd have we get Aloy. Abby with a golf club. <laughs> I was gonna say Astro Bot. Yeah. <laughs> it would be um, very and we interesting. Get Samurai Sam from Ghost of Tsushima, or whatever his name was. Jin? Samurai Sam is Jin. the official name now. It's not Jin Sakai. It's Samurai Sam. Dude. Yeah, uh, anyway, actual Dante instead of reboot Dante. Oh, actual Dante <laughs> would be great. But knowing PlayStation, they'd probably put Nero in. I mean, I would be agreeable to Nero. Yeah, I could. I could live with that. Could you? Yeah. I, I'm not gonna play the game. I don't care what they do. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, this this uh, <laughs> this metaphorical game that we've created is gonna be great. It's gonna do well. It could it's be really be incredible. Good. If um, Sony ever gave a shit. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, anyway, moving on, let's talk about the Dice Awards real quick. Um, basically, Dice Awards happened this week, which, for those of you who are unaware, the Dice Awards are essentially the video game awards by developers for developers. So the develop everyone gathers together in the video game developer space and goes, what games were good? Not Jeff Keighley and a bunch of influencers going, yeah, it what was, was this what one. Was, yo, guys, what was, was really pogging this off one. this year? <laughs> yeah, well, the title is, I'm looking at GameSpeed again. Thank you, GameSpeed. Uh, Dean Takahashi at GameSpeed. Uh, that title genuinely is Hades Wins Game of the Year at Dice Awards. Uh, but we're going to go That's through right, all of them. Um, but uh, here, I'm going to basically talk about, here are the category winners. We'll talk about if you believe that they deserved a win or not. Other than Game of the Year, which was Hades. Um, Hades went against Animal Crossing New Horizons, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, and Last of Us Part Two. I think Hades is a good win, to be honest. It is. I wish yeah. we predicted this award instead award show instead of the game awards. Ah, true. We probably should have, but oh well. <laughs> Maybe this year we'll do that. If we remember. The thing about the Dice Awards is, Dice Awards are usually in February, but they got pushed this year because they're all online, and yeah. I forgot that they were happening until I was checking for news, yeah, it and like I it saw this later. happen. Yeah. So, hey. 
uh moving on anyway action game of the year was hades um again i don't think there's any disagreements with that adventure game of the year ghost of tsushima or the other um, ones in that category i don't know they don't have them um oh. this would be a great time for me to have a list of uh dice nominations let me uh quickly fill time guys I guess one of the possibilities was probably Miles Morales in that category, which I liked more than Ghost. Um, <laughs> nice know. stalling, Con, to keep going, keep going. I don't know, right. the rest of us might have been there too, but who knows. What even came out last year? Well, you know. Oh, they're all in different, oh, they're in different orders. God, right. <laughs> they're all in different orders on the website anyway Which category are we on <laughs> adventure right. game of the year oh have you got have you got the nominations up kyle I right do. adventure game of the year ghost of tsushima what were the nominations um, assassin's creed valhalla kentucky route zero last of us two and ori uh well i haven't played ori or kentucky route zero but i am interested in those I can't in good conscience. I can't in good conscience say that I would give it straight to them when I haven't played them. But I think there's a probability that I would like one of those more. As much as we shit on Ghost, I do think that in terms of adventure game, I do feel like out of that category, it probably does best fit it in terms of winners. I think I think Ori's fantastic. I don't know if I count Ori as an adventure game personally. Um. I mean, Metroidvania-type games are adventurous. Right. Anyway, Family Game of the Year. Yeah, Family Game of the Year, Animal Crossing New Horizons. I don't even think we need to think of the nominations to kind of think about what would have won that. Uh, Fighting Game of the Year, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. Does that count? Yeah, honestly. It was just, they were like, hey, let's give you this DLC for free. I hate when I hate fight. fighting game of the year shouldn't happen every year. They should they should look at every when yeah, there's a year where fighting it's... games happen. They should go oh now it's time to have a fighting game of the year. When there's no fighting games and it's just re-releases of the same fucking three, then we should be going hmm should this or be when, a category this or year? Or when there weren't enough that you needed jump force <laughs> jump to be force. in your nominations, <laughs> then yeah maybe you should have <laughs> maybe put yeah. pause on it. Maybe um, racing game of the year Mario Kart Live. Sorry, go on, Kyle. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, back on fighting games, um, I would have definitely given it to Grand Blue. That game goes out of its way to simplify itself for newcomers, and it's super accessible. I think that Grand Blue should have Mm -hmm. taken it by a landslide instead of just Mortal Kombat re-release. But that's just me. Yeah. Oops. Um... I'm actually interested in this one, and we're going to gloss over a racing game, because I don't even know if any other racing games happened last year. A role-playing game of the year, Final Fantasy VII Remake. What were the other nominations for that? Cyberpunk, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland Royal 3, got a nom? and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yeah, Royal got a nom. Royal got a nom. Fair play. I was not expecting Royal to get a nom. Uh, Royal was robbed. Uh, no, Final Fantasy VII Remake's a great fucking video game. Uh, yeah. Sports game of the year, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Oh, Love yeah. It. yeah, sports games. That's, that's two years in a row now that a non-fucking proper sports game wins, because the last sports racing game win was for fucking Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel the um, year before. Let's it's amazing how when you Excuse make things you. that people like. What? Skateboarding is a sport. It's in the Olympics. 
Oh, true, it is. No, I think it? he wow. means like not the traditional watch not it same. on TV. It's not every a same kind of. Thing. I don't go like you look at FIFA and you go, yeah, in some way that's a simulation of football. You don't look at Tony <laughs> Hawk and doing they're doing flips on the moon and going, that's accurate. Good job, Tony. <laughs> yeah, like job, like Tony. sports games are pretty easy to be like. Yes, it's simulating the sport. Skateboarding games, for whatever reason, are in my head as skateboarding games, <laughs> not uh, like sports games. You know. strategy slash simulation microsoft flight simulator that sounds good to me uh yeah. don't really have any think of anything else don't immersive reality technical are. achievement half-life yeah fair enough immersive reality game of the year half-life no surprises mobile game of the year who cares online game of the year uh <laughs> fall guys not ultimate knockout fair play to fall guys for getting uh, online game of the year they put ghost of tsushima in yeah, Legends. It does have an online co-op mode. <clears throat> I disagree. It released, but that's just it released <laughs> in October. But you know, hey, at I least it didn't disagree win. Disagree on principle. Anyway, you ready for this part, uh, Hunter? You love this part. Oh, astounding yay. achievement in game design. Hades. Astounding that's achievement right. for an independent game. Hades. Astounding that's achievement right. in game direction. Hades. Yeah. Outstanding <laughs> achievement in animation. The Last of Us Part Two. I don't think anyone will disagree Fair with that enough. one. Astounding achievement in art direction. Ghost of Tsushima. I. I don't think many people can argue with that one because that game was if one if there was one thing they nailed it was the art direction of Ghost of Tsushima so I'll it give them that. It was nice to look at. Yeah, outstanding achievement in character: Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales. That's a fair shout. That fair one. Enough. Yeah. Astounding achievement in original music composition: Ghost of Tsushima. Excuse Why me. Why can Darren Corb never win an award for his soundtracks? <laughs> I don't even remember the soundtrack to Ghost of Tsushima. It was just the fucking pamphlet or whatever. Like, yeah, some, I, did Ghost even some have a like, soundtrack? Honest question. Yeah, there was some just a flutes. load of whistling fucking drums. Like that, yeah. But other than that, I feel that one's a bit of a rub. Um, outstanding achievement in audio design, Ghost of Tsushima. I think that's fine. Astounding achievement in story, The Last of Us Part 2. Fair play. Yeah. And then astounding technical achievement, dreams. Good nice for, for dreams to get some recognition for once. <laughs> Good on you, Media Molecule. You go. Um, so that's all the dice stuff. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, shout outs to Hades for winning game of the year. Good all work, right. Hades. Well deserved. I'll so play finally, you at some point. That is all the news, uh, basically. So we're going to move on to just this quick topic the Hunter wanted to bring up while it's relevant. <laughs> Of should you uh, vote with your wallet, essentially. Because um, <laughs> former Days Gone developer asks players to buy games at full price. Uh, getting this from Game Rant. Uh, where... Uh, <laughs> I can't believe he... I can't believe he <laughs> fucking said this. Uh, so dumb. But, uh, the team behind the original Days Gone push sony hard for a sequel obviously it didn't happen and then during a recent appearance on david jaffe's youtube show uh garvin who was the head of days gone um david jaffe has a youtube show yeah i do have an opinion on something. I, I do have an opinion on something that your audience may find of interest it might piss some of them off if you love the game buy it at full price i can't tell you how many times i've seen gamers say yeah i got that on sale i got it through ps plus whatever uh, basically saying the reason the Days Gone 2 doesn't didn't happen was because not enough people bought the game at full price. 
I want to point out that not everyone who worked on Days Gone shares this sentiment. Eric Jensen, oh fuck no, one of the other like lead, one of the other like leads, not necessarily director. I can't remember his role exactly, but he said whether you picked up Days Gone day one, borrowed it from a friend, or watched someone else play it, thank you for loving the game. Yeah, so I also yeah. I also want to point out Days Gone is available right now on PS Plus. <laughs> It's also available on the PS and Plus the collection PS Plus if you collection. have a PS5. Uh, I It's funny, right? Because I own a physical copy of Days Gone as well. Right there. Um, Me too. I bought, it for my, I bought it for my father because uh, he was interested in it, so I bought him. And now I owned it on PS Plus collection. Now I own it via PS Plus. I've basically had three copies of that fucking game. Um, it's an interesting conversation at how wrong he is. like because here's the thing to me right is surely days gone is the the reason that days gone didn't get a sequel isn't because of its sales it sold rather well especially once it was discounted i think what i think days gone being discounted is what made it so uh loved by the that, that community because so many people picked it up discounted it and their expectations were lowered by the reviews Mm-hmm. But it was 100% the reviews that did this, not yeah. the fucking price of the game. I mean, there are games where we can have this conversation of, should you be paying for... It's like, Returnal will be a great conversation where I can't wait for everyone in their reviews to bring up the fact that Returnal is $70, and we're going to have that fucking conversation about, <laughs> it's great, but is it worth $70? Um, this is a bit of a different They'll probably all say no, because they won't be able to beat the second level. From probably <laughs> i saw someone on twitter i think it was blessing have a funny joke where it was like pray for everyone trying to beat returnal for review embargo i'm like that's oh, quite man. funny because apparently the game's really fucking long um or hard i think is what i'm understanding and hard yeah both long and hard great video game um be sure to come back next week for hunter's first impressions um but anyway like that followed your previous statement <laughs> <laughs> Is it long? Is it hard? Find out next week, kids. Uh, <laughs> Could Hunter um, handle it? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, anyway. I, I want to point Comedy. out before we talk about how silly he sounds, is it seems like, I know that this dude is probably taking a break from the games industry for a little bit, but I feel like he'll probably be back with some other project at some point. And a lot of his frustrations seem to be with Sony... But he can't express those because he doesn't want to burn that bridge. So he takes it out on the audience. <laughs> it's it's a weird take because I understand that people do need to buy the game. Some people do have to buy a game at launch to, um, to make it profitable. But at the same yeah. time, I don't think that people should have this kind of thought or feeling in their body that's if I bought this game on sale, I should feel bad or something about it. If you like a game enough and you can afford it, you'll probably do it. I got Transistor Mm -hmm. for PS Plus the first time I got it. And then I've bought it, like, I've bought their wacky special edition when that came out. I've literally bought it for other people as well. (laughs) So, you know, yeah, you with Persona, 
Hey, Great oh. example. I People got Persona Five on sale. I got I got Persona Five on sale for twelve pounds, I think, or ten pounds in the UK, and I felt that guilty. I bought a physical copy, which is still sealed. I bought the special edition of Royal, and I'll probably buy the digital version of Royal when it goes on sale with the DLC too. If people love a video game, they will support that video game and that developer, no matter what. The I whole fought, idea. I've bought Xenoblade Chronicles three times. Nice. Once I... on Wii U eShop, once on Wii Physical after it started going for cheap because it got released on Wii U eShop, and then now Definitive Edition on Switch. Yeah. And even if they don't buy the game at full price, if they buy it on sale, whatever, and they don't do what we do like crazy people and buy fucking multiple copies of the same video game <laughs> <laughs> to support the developers or whatever. But even if they're not, what are they gonna, they're going to talk about it. They're going to do what we do every week where we're like, I've been playing this, this is fucking awesome. You will probably like exactly. this. You should check this out. Word yeah. of mouth, it spreads around. And the reason that games go on sale is because it reaches its audience, you know? It's $60 or $80, whatever the fuck the price is of a video game nowadays, right? <laughs> You're going to hit a market capacity when you've, re- you've, re- you've run out of people that will buy that game for the full price. Then you drop it a bit and you get the people that weren't fully willing to give it a shot, but now are. You, can- you trickle people in by putting it on sale. That's how it works. As for the PS Plus shit and the PS Plus collection, that's a Sony decision. You can't have that on you. They yeah. decided to put their own game on their own service for free for those people. You can't have a go at people for buying and playing it on Plus. Sidebar, um, Horizon Zero Dawn is available for free. You and y'all should go get that. You should I've heard it's it. really good. I, I just bought it. it. I haven't started I just bought it. it. Yeah, I huh? just got it. I'm going to play I got it eventually. Yeah, I, I got it for... I got it. I bought that for full price. Um, I bought it for full price, and then... Uh, I got that for uh, no Breath of the Wild came out the week after, and then I played it after. I played it afterwards. Um, but I believe uh, yeah. I absconded with a brother's copy oh. because they didn't play it. So someone bought it for full price. Yeah, hang on. <clears throat> video, yeah, blah, blah, blah. But um, I don't know. It seems like such a fucking dumb argument to me. It like really people is. saying, "Oh, it's your fault that the game." Well, yeah. One thing is, it was obviously the review scores that Sony was put off of. When Sony is a company, as, a, as Sony is a publisher, as a first-party publisher, when all they're used to seeing is 80s and 90s on Metacritic, and all of a sudden one of them gets a mid-to-low 70, that's going to make them think that something's up. Should they? No, not necessarily, because I think that the main reason that Days Gone got such a low fucking score compared to the others wasn't because of the quality of the video game. It was the glitches. It, was, it wasn't... it was Yeah, that's the other it wasn't thing ben- about this it dude's argument, is that Days Gone... <laughs> uh, I wasn't disappointed by its quality because it didn't ruin my life or anything while I played it, but a bunch of other people have a lot higher standards and, you know, would not have said that it was worth the full price at launch because of all of the glitches. Yeah. It was a buggy mess. That was the reason they didn't do so hard. I'm sure if I'm sure if they had more time and they polished it up a bit, it probably would have got a better matters credit score. It probably would have got a mid seventy, high seventy score. So it's a lot of things. It's not just people not buying the game for full price that led to Days Gone being disappointing for Sony. I think there's many factors to it. Um I just think most people are upset that Days Gone Two doesn't get a chance because a lot of games kind of 
learn learn from their mistakes it's like assassin's creed assassin's creed one it's a pretty fucking <laughs> that thing was mediocre more of a video proof of concept than anything else yeah. <laughs> it was more of a tech demo it was go to this part let's go to this part of the middle east and do the same eight quests in a different order now go to this part and do them again you know one will look orange and one will be gray yeah exactly you know it's like going to jerusalem which color it was (laughs) it was like greeny it was like a really green color it was weird um but a lot of games learn from their sequel and days gone isn't getting that chance is it a bit of a shame yeah it kind of sucks days gone has a massive community that really like days gone i'm surprised days gone has such a fucking community like people really attach to that game for some reason um fair play to them but don't go fucking blaming you're basically you saying it's your fault for not buying the game at full price is basically taking the only people that actually fucking love your video game and telling them to go fuck themselves, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, which not cool. People that didn't buy Days Gone aren't going to be offended by this statement. The only people that are are the people That's that are fans of your game that did buy Days it for 20 bucks on a sale. Yeah, I feel nothing about his statement. I just think he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he is an idiot. But no. Uh, I don't know if I have anything else to add. It's just he, buy games how what he you feels think. about emulation. That's oh, a great he talked about piracy in the PSP in that thing as oh, well. Because, oh, cool. well, the PSP was uh, famously really easy to crack and pirate things on. Yes. So when Bend was making the siphon filter games for the PSP, they kind of got screwed. And again, that's that's another thing where it read like he was more frustrated with Sony. And just couldn't take yeah. it out on them as much because Sony <laughs> didn't do anything about that. Yeah. But and to to his point with that one, you know, pirating games that are still on the market, not yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, I just don't get it to be honest. Buy a game if you want to. If you want to support, there's nothing wrong with buying a game at full price. But there's nothing wrong with fucking waiting for a sale live. That's just how the industry works, you know. Yeah. It's you like going to the cinema. The, the games never go on sale. The money is also like a certain amount of money is different for each person as far as availability. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna buy Returnal at seventy because I can afford it, but I understand <laughs> why other people wouldn't. You know. Yeah, it's like me. I'll probably end up buying Ratchet and Clank at launch, but. To me, I'll, my perceived value of that experience is different to someone else's perceived value, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's a whole conversation, but it's a really stupid fucking take in general. It really um, is. So, yeah, just support. There's many ways to support a game. You don't have to fucking buy it at full price. Um, but anyway, I digress. Uh, with that, I've run out of news stories and topics. Do we have anything else we want to talk about quickly? Or do you want to wrap it up? Uh. We've hit an hour, but... <laughs> Which used to be the one old of bar, the, but one of the uh, deve- or one of the lead directors for Avengers left. So, oh, did that's they? a uh, another that game's probably going to be done soon. Oh man, him and Jeff Kaplan gonna go work on the Sony multiplayer game. Good <laughs> oh, here first, dude. Industry insiders, HGO. Uh, you love to see it. <laughs> Just yeah, I saw stop that, like, spreading rumors. Yesterday was. Uh... Yeah. My sources say that they're working on the Hideo Kojima game for Xbox. That's what my sources <laughs> say. <dude. laughs> oh, baby. That'd be funny. Yeah. Anyway, um, with that, I think we're just. I think it's probably best if we just wrap it up and have a short episode this week. Because I still have to yeah. edit all this. 
probably better than for us just waffle. So we hope you enjoyed this news roundup, essentially. Next week, we will probably have to do a topic or something, because we can't just keep being <laughs> news people. Um, so we'll see. Especially since this news is all late. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. The PlayStation Store thing happened on the 19th of April, which is, will be exactly a week after this podcast comes out. Uh, We're we like do love John Oliver. We give you the news a week after it happens. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, with that, that has been our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and watching this week. Uh, Hunter, where can people find you? YouTube.com slash ReaperHunter23. Nice and cow, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch, both at KDavisSRL. And finally, you can find me at Chaotic Ether on both Twitter and Twitch. Thank you so much for joining us on this conversation through the world of video games this week. We'll be back same time, same place next week for more. Have an awesome week. Until then, see ya. Bye. Oh, that, that felt weird. Hang on. We're doing that again. Oh, that felt weird. Me saying see ya doesn't feel good. So we'll do this again. Blah, 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 blah. HGO, blah, blah, blah. Leave a nice review. Blah, blah, blah. Podcast services. And until next time, bye. Toodaloo. Fuck! Toodaloo. <laughs> <laughs>